This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Right now, I wanted to speak to another issue, and that has to do with, uh, as I was saying earlier, Ontario, Saskatchewan, and New Brunswick coming together. Because, I mean, these are three outliers when it comes to an imposition of a carbon tax. They're looking at other ways of addressing the climate issue. And one such is this proposal for small, modular nuclear reactors. But there's a fly in the ointment, according to those in New Brunswick. That means that maybe Ontario gets the lion's share of research and development money. David Campbell is the president of Jupia Consultants, Inc., economic development consultant and chair of the New Brunswick Energy Solutions Corporation. And he has some trepidation about this arrangement. David Campbell, how are you doing this afternoon? Just fine, thanks. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, so this deal, this proposal that was put together by the three premiers, on surface looks like a good plan, but you've got reservations. What are they? Well, I don't I don't have reservations with the, the concept, right? So this is the idea that we can build, uh, manufacture, produce these small modular reactors here in Canada to service needs or, or demand in Canada in places like Saskatchewan and New Brunswick and places that are trying to eliminate their, their baseload coal-fired power plants uh, and replace those with these, these small modular reactors. So I think it's a great idea. I think the, the only issue I have is making sure that the small partner in this, which is New Brunswick, gets its share of the economic benefit. We certainly need economic development in Atlantic Canada, and I think this sector, because we're talking about not only producing them for demand in Canada, but for demand around the world. They're, uh, India and China are building coal-fired plants. They're planning on building more coal-fired plants through the 2030s. Uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, fossil fuel baseload power plants around the world that and many of them could be replaced with these small modular reactors so we think there's great opportunity we just want to make sure that a place like new brunswick gets uh, a reasonable share of the economic activity i mean ontario has tremendous capacity in manufacturing in research in in services uh and uh you know as we move forward here let's let's sort of make sure we're all getting a piece of the pie doesn't that stand to reason, though? I mean, if this is a political united front by these three premiers, and uh, who knows, you know, there may be others, Alberta might come to mind readily, uh, wanting to, you know, stay uh, within that uh, umbrella group and show solidarity, uh, why would they beggar New Brunswick in this regard? doesn't make sense politically, does it? Well, fair enough. And but But a lot of this won't be driven by politics. It'll be driven by supply chain. And again, if you've got you, you do have excellent manufacturing capacity already in Ontario. You don't have as much in New Brunswick. So I think as we move forward, we just have to think about, from an economic development perspective, uh, what makes the most sense. My view would be that you build these uh, the, the big components for these reactors in New Brunswick using suppliers from Ontario and, and technical capability from Ontario and New Brunswick and other places in Canada. Uh, and then you ship them around the world out of, out of say, the port of uh, St. John. So I think there's a there's a great opportunity here. I just you know we just need to make sure um, yeah, um, as we move forward we get to, we have this real partnership. And I mean if you look at the auto sector and most of the manufacturing capacity in Canada that's not tied to a natural resource, most of that manufacturing capacity is in the Montreal to Windsor corridor, and that's historically how that's evolved in Canada. Uh, over the years. And I think, again, from the perspective of New Brunswick, looking forward, uh, we'd like to ensure we get a, a reasonable share of that, uh, that multi-billion dollar market for SMRs. 
All right, uh, which is understandable. Uh, by the way, uh, when you cited, you know, the Montreal to Windsor Corridor, a lot of that, too, is a result of federal regional development money. Now, uh, does this fall under that heading at all? I don't think so. I think there's some opportunity for federal money, uh, you know, in the early, some of the research activity and so on. But I think ultimately this is going to be market-driven. The proponents believe that SMRs will fit a a very important uh, role in the market, wind and solar, and all of the intermittent power sources that are emerging, uh, the renewable sources, cannot meet baseload demand right now. They can't, they can't you know, when, when we need to have things rolling in February in the, in the cold, uh, the, you can't get that from wind and solar. Uh, we don't want to dam up any more rivers. So there's really not a lot of options left for this kind of um, baseload power that's always on, that's very, very uh, um, uh, reliable and consistent. And SMRs give you that. They give you that base load power that the system is going to need uh, and will allow us to replace coal-fired plants and ultimately uh, natural gas-fired plants as well. Well, there you go. So nuke is the way to go. Uh, it's certainly something that ought to be augmented rather than, you know, shut down, wind down. I know people say there's a huge cost affixed to uh, perhaps retrofitting some of our reactors in Ontario, but you're still very bullish on nuclear going forward. I, I just don't see how you get to uh, net zero emissions by 2050. We're going to be electrifying the entire transportation system over the next 30 years. Uh, that electricity has to come from these plants. Uh, I just don't see how you do it without uh, nuclear. Um, you know, there's certainly lots of debate. There's lots of environmentalists and other folks that worry about nuclear energy, but no source of energy is without uh, risk, and there's no source of energy that doesn't have other externalities or other factors, uh, and we think the small modular reactors uh, are one part of the solution moving forward. The, the larger water-cooled reactors that are, that are moving ahead right now in Ontario, again, that's part, uh, the decision was made that that's going to be part of the long-term uh, strategy in that province, and that makes sense. The smaller ones that we're looking at here in New Brunswick uh, are a little more tailored to smaller markets and, 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 and for faster development cycles and things like that. But, yeah, I mean, we're, we're quite bullish on nuclear energy. Well, generates electricity without greenhouse gas emissions. What could be bad about that? I appreciate your joining us this afternoon and just uh, at least tabling the concerns from the New Brunswick perspective. Thanks so much for your time, David. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks. You got it. David Campbell again. Uh, he is an economic development consultant and chair of the New Brunswick Energy Solutions Corporation. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.